back in this beaver dam, there used to be a stream that ran through the uh, bush before it got to the melt pond. One spot that we used to dig out, we'd pull all the rocks out and make it a deeper place so that we could actually lay there in the stream. I don't remember the beaver dam. I just remember the pond and yeah. the broken down tree. Uh, the, we never really saw the beaver dam. All you could see was that the uh, the forest bed was all flooded, right? So there was no actual dam that I'm aware of that I could see. I don't know where it was dammed up. Mm -hmm. But uh, yeah. Really under the surface. We were pretty much free to do what we wanted as long as we were careful. So. Uh, I know that Randy and his friends had been back in the bush and they had made rafts, basically just tying logs together. So I thought, oh, that's that's neat, I can do that. So this one weekend I'd gone down to the pond and gone took a bunch of dead trees and laughed them all together with rope, binder twine probably or something. And uh, I guess I put uh, five or seven of them together side by side and tighten it all up best I could and you know I went out and tried paddling around a bit it was great so I thought you know what I'm gonna go back and get mom and I'm gonna take her for a ride she'd probably like this so I went back to the house and got mom to come with me and we walked into where this raft was that I had built and stuff and I waited until we got there and told her that we we're gonna go for a ride and uh, on the raft and she liked the idea and everything. So I got her to get on and then uh, I started moving the raft ahead with the pole. And, uh, but I was right there too. So as soon as it started mo moving out, I stepped onto it. We went out about uh, eight feet and sank right to the bottom. <laughs> I needed more trees, but Mom took it well. <laughs> it was pretty funny. Probably the bottom wasn't too far away. <laughs> no, it wasn't. It wasn't that deep. It was only about waist deep, I guess. But still, it's uh, just the look on both of our faces. It was just like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Uh, it was uh, great. Mom, mom was awesome that way. She was game for things. Yeah, yeah. Really open to it. To some degree. When I remember when we were younger that being the case, but. Yeah. yeah, I think that was always the case, but, but yeah. Cool. So anyway, we both laughed and made our way back to the shore. And I guess that was one of my first physics lessons <laughs> on buoyancy, I don't know. And, and how did you use that wisdom in the future? Well, I learned, you know, a bit about physics there. You need more logs for more weight. Mm. But uh, see, I was back in the really early learning stages back then. So it was all a learning experience for me. I didn't really consider physics or anything like that. Yeah, why would you? How old were you, do you think? Oh, well, we left there when I was 11. I was probably maybe eight. I was never to swim in there. I didn't want to ever swim in there. It was infested with uh, bloodsuckers. And I remember knowing enough that when we did decide to go um, down to the broken down tree to swim, 
there was a little nice little pool i think it was in front of the tree because it was kind of deeper so we could swim there but never swim there alone and always check each other for blood suckers when we came out was that in the stream that fed the pond no it was after the pond okay okay it was it was south south yeah. on the way to bowmanville the, the creek kind of went under that little bit of a road there right in front of the mill and then the broken down tree was on the south side of that road yeah. <clears throat> but yeah speckled trout there right yeah yeah no but but we actually did do some speckled trout fishing i remember with the <laughs> strings and safety pins between the slats of the dock i remember crayfish being in there getting creeped out by the crayfish walking over my toes. <laughs> remember a dock. Where's the dock? The dock was up at the mill. It was right oh. below the dam. Oh, sorry. I was still at the broken down tree. Yeah, no, no, no. I'm just kind of in that general area. I have a lot of little memories, you know. I remember once um, down at the mill, Below that, we were actually right at the mill. I don't know whether Rob was fishing or doing what. And I was just playing around. And there was a huge heap of uh, sawdust. Oh, yeah. And I remember digging into the sawdust. And it was a really hot day in July or August. Yeah. And I struck ice. Yeah. And it was like, it just blew my mind There was that there was still ice under the sawdust. Mm. It just... Blew me away. Mm -hmm. I remember that. I dug a fort in there once. I don't remember if I was there with you, Debbie. But this you may have been. The story is so vivid in my mind. Like I totally, and I remember looking in the hole. But I actually think you took me back to show oh, me. Maybe. But I remember it being a mind blower. Yeah. It was. It was so hot, and it was. Like it had been hot all summer. Yeah. I remember it being a mind. Yeah. yeah. Another lesson in, is that physics? Yeah, I suppose. My memories of the broken down tree, I remember being really young and you guys or somebody getting in trouble for taking me. For taking you? Yeah. I because think that it was because it was so far from home. It was out of town, like it was out of town, around, you know, tiny town, but I don't know. I, we left Tyrone when I was six, so I don't know how old I would have been at that time, but, but you're right. We did have a lot of freedom. So the, the other memory I have is, is always taking the salt shaker and remembering to always have salt with us so that if there were any blood suckers on us, we could just douse them in salt and, and they like cringe, uh, pull off. And, and, and I don't remember what we did with them, but I do. I remember being like, that was like a, like an armor of courage, having that salt shaker and knowing oh, yeah. that it was there. And, and, but I remember at one point being there and had having forgotten and wanting to swim, but not wanting to swim because I knew that I didn't have the salt shaker. Yeah. I, I don't remember what came of that at all. And I have no, 
complete memory. I don't remember taking a salt shaker with us, though, but I do remember that being a thing. <clears throat> Smoked at home. Anyway, wow. Yeah. I remember, this is all so vague to me, you know, this but the, the the other vague again vague memory and, and i think it's something that's built on your stories because it doesn't really feel like my own memory but i re, but but the hippies when the hippies came um i i remember hearing about and i kind of have this vision of of naked people in the bush like all kinds of naked people in the bush around the pond and around the pond. Yeah. yeah and swimming yeah. but i don't know if those are true memories like they just don't feel real and i don't remember circumstances around them i think that may have been your imagination maybe but because <clears throat> we weren't allowed to go down there that weekend it was only one weekend that i recall that the hippies uh yeah. descended upon Tyrone's yeah, it took over. Um I remember wanting to go have a peek. Oh I do. I remember just pulling the blood suckers off. Well maybe maybe I was the one who brought in the salt shaker uh like taking it there. Maybe maybe was, I think Nana told us about it. Yeah. Maybe it was me that felt like I had to have it. Because yeah. I do oh. remember one day, Rob had a bloodsucker on the middle of his back, and he didn't know it. And I remember seeing it at night at home when he was leaving the washroom or something. And the bloodsucker was just huge. And I'm like, Rob! Oh, my God. <laughs> it left like a hickey in the middle of his back. Oh, my God. Drunk dry. <laughs> wow. Don't recall oh. it. Uh, do I probably don't. I don't recall it because I never saw it, probably. Right. <clears throat> I think mom got it off or something. Oh, I'm sure. She would have taken a cigarette or something. That was the other thing now that you... And maybe it came to the smoking. Maybe, Debbie, that's why you never took salt because you always had a smoke. <laughs> <laughs> but I didn't always take smokes with me. I smoked at home. Smoked at home. Anyway, wow. Yeah, I remember. This is all so vague to me, you know. This, but the 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 other vague again, vague memory, and and I think it's something that's built on your stories, because it doesn't really feel like my own memory. But I re, but but the hippies when the hippies came, um, I I remember hearing about, and I kind of have this vision of of naked people in the bush like all kinds of naked people in the bush around the pond and around the pond. Yeah. yeah and swimming yeah. but i don't know if those are true memories like they just don't feel real and i don't remember circumstances around them i think that may have been your imagination maybe but because we weren't allowed to go down there that weekend it was only one weekend that i recall that the hippies uh yeah. descended upon tyrone's yeah, they took over um 
I remember wanting to go have a peek and was never allowed. I couldn't sneak away until the Monday or something of the long weekend. And we went down after and saw the aftermath. Yeah. You remember, was there, was there like a women's height, like pads? Yeah, all kinds Entries, of stuff. Women's uh, Kotex pads hanging from trees. Mm. Yeah. yeah, like they were just thrown away, like literally. Yeah, it was awful. <clears throat> there I was remember that too. Clothing parts and the whole place was just destroyed and yeah. covered in garbage. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, it was really gross. Yeah, the it toilet was. paper I remember too. Yeah. I remember the pads, the condoms, the underwear, and I think that's probably where you got your naked person imaginings from. Maybe, but I don't know. I, I totally, I'm sure I saw, I'm sh I, anyway, it feels like a real, it feels like a real memory, but. Unless you and Rob snuck down there. But. Well, maybe, you know, because it, it sort of feels like it, like it was an evening thing, too. Like, I, it, like, because I just, the memory is kind of like dark in the forest. But it was daylight enough for them to be swimming and for us yeah. to see that, for me to see. Anyway. Anyway, I, I was, uh, I was down at the mill pond while it was surrounded with people and, I remember thinking to myself, oh, this is going to be great. First time I've seen seen a girl strip and get into the pond. So I finally, finally, when I got there, there was a few people in the water. Of course, you can't see anything when people are in the water. Yeah. Well, um, finally, this one girl was starting to undress. And the next thing I know is I got somebody grabbing me by the back of the ear. <laughs> Anna. And she had Sorry. this it was Vulcan, Anna? Vulcan draft grip thing she had on my ear. Oh my God, I'm telling you. It was Nana? Oh yeah. See, Bart, oh, yeah. you might have tagged along with Nana to find Rob. <laughs> God, you get your little butt back home, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Rob, denied by his grandmother she the first not time he like a woman. <laughs> Didn't let go of my ear till we got home. <laughs> uh, <laughs> apparently, I shouldn't have been there. I don't know. That's hilarious. I was looking so forward to it. <laughs> yeah. That's funny. Yeah, it was. Uh, it was a mess, though. I I never got back there for probably a couple of days later was when we went back and I don't know, Deb with me that time when we saw all the garbage and everything all around. It was horrible. It looked like a piece of uh, Woodstock yeah. mess that was left over, you know, it was, a, it was a, a shame. Yeah. I remember thinking before that hippies were cool and, but when I saw that mess and the and the destruction that they left, they they yeah. no longer were cool in my in my mind, you know. Yeah. They're little pigs. <laughs> yeah, 
Yeah. I remember feeling the injustice of that too, Debbie. Uh, yeah. This this idea that peace of love in nature does not look like this. Yeah. Yeah. The mill pond. So is is this part of a body of water or? Like oh, stream fed it from a bush that I was telling you about earlier, um, and ran into the pond, and then the pond used a water wheel to run the mill. Yeah, actually, the mill is still active too. It's no, it, it wasn't active when we were there, Barb. They they revamped it. Yeah. That's what I meant. Yeah, yeah, it's still it's open. A store or something, right? Yeah. It was, Reams actually bought it. So, and we don't want to talk about Nikki. My yeah. first love. Get Barb out of all of whack. <laughs> I, I wonder what he, I wonder how, how he turned out, like what his life was like. He was such a, I just had such a crush on him. He was such a sweet person. <laughs> I don't even remember. At six? <laughs> oh, younger. Oh my God. Way younger. We left when I was six. So I'm going to say probably three, four. Yeah. Mm -hmm. and, and for a couple of years, like, like Nikki and I hung out every day for years. <laughs> for well, you guys were all in school. Yeah. It was Nikki. I broke my collarbone in his barn. I was walking along the edge pond trying to find a good place to fish and because of experience in the stream downstream where Debbie was talking about swimming earlier there was another log and a tree that were that was in the pond and you could see underneath it and I you had to wait until the wind was just so so that you could actually see so I I waited and I looked I could see something but I couldn't tell what it was and then finally the water settled enough that I could see and it was a rib cage underneath the uh, tree. Going home, telling mom that uh, there's a body in the water, and it looked exactly like uh, an adult's rib cage. Wow. What it was, was uh, I guess, uh, one of the livestock, which was a goat, uh, had somehow ended up in the uh, pond with a tree on it. <clears throat> and uh, this goat had been there so long that the rib cage was starting to break down. When it did, instead of it being up like this in a hump, it, it sagged out like this, and it looked like uh, one of our chests, right? right. Uh, just scared the hell out of me, that's all. <laughs> no doubt it would. That was back on, actually, it was on McLaughlin's uh property v v mclaughlin <laughs> yeah yeah it's quite historical around this area it was yeah. yeah so then i think the only other thing around hippies that i remember is sitting on our front step on every long weekend watching the parade of hippies go by I, I people go by lots of them were hippies but lots of really nice people and debbie i remember debbie and i would sit on the front step for hours yeah. and hours waving at the people as they go by it was like this, her, this 
this hilarious parade, bumper to bumper, like from yeah. dusk till dawn, people heading to Moscow. Remember that? I remember being up in the uh, maple tree out front <laughs> with water balloons, <laughs> dropping them on cars as they went, because they couldn't stop. <laughs> I remember somebody flipping Debbie a dime and that telling was, her to call them when she was 18. That was when I just remembered. I remember. And were you just, is that what you were laughing yes. at? I remember him throwing me a dime and he didn't just specify. He just said, call me when you're older. <laughs> okay. I, I remember 18 for some reason, but call me when you're older. <laughs> or call me when you grow up. But yeah. Wow, yes. That was right? Well, that guy would be in his 80s now. No doubt. Yeah, 70s or 80s. If you're the guy driving in Moscow. I remember setting up a lemonade stand. Did that ever happen? Or is that is that a story I've made up? But for, for the parade. Remember that, Debbie? No, I don't. I mean, I do. I remember hearing about it, but no, I don't remember actually it happening. So unless they, you know, jumped out of the car and, and came over and got the lemonade while the driver was still driving, even though it was bumper to bumper traffic, it was still moving. It was, it was sort of only one lane of a road though like it was a wide road but there was no it was it was in the days before they put a middle line down every road no it wasn't i don't think there was a line down our road there may not have been a line down the road but it was a two-lane road yeah yeah and but, but only one lane was moving yeah because nobody could get across the traffic to, and nobody was leaving Moscow. Everybody was going to Moscow. Yeah, nobody was driving in the other direction. Right. So that, I mean, yes, you might remember only one lane, but that's kind of a misconception. Yeah. It, the road was fairly narrow, though. Um, I know that. Yeah. yeah. But it was still two lanes. It was two-way traffic. Oh, yeah. 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 And I remember people used to park on the boulevard between yeah. their houses and the road, right? So I remember being nervous sometimes about walking, stepping into the street because I had to step in between cars or step out from behind a car. Yeah. I you know, to... come off the sidewalk and you have to go between a car in order to step onto the road. I remember having to do that. It was very rare in Tyrone, yeah. except up at the store. Yeah, but for me, yeah. look look both directions when you would cross the road. Like every time I approached the road would have been a big deal, right? Because yeah. I was so little. Yeah. So that sawdust pile, I remember building a a little. Uh, I dug it out so that we could go in there anytime we wanted to, and and keep cool in the summer. I vaguely remember that, but I remember not going in there, not wanting to go in there because I'm sorry, that's how Ricky died. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I remember you being paranoid about that too. I remember that too. 
I don't care it's not us. It was Sam that, that you know. Would have been different. Yeah. But not in my mind. I didn't see the difference between the sand and the sawdust. They were both light and fluffy. Yeah, sand, sand not so much. Life in Tyrone and again later on in Manila, um, the freedom that we have also taught us to be self-sufficient and to think of the consequences of our actions so if i go here then what possibly could go wrong and what do i have with me to resolve that like you and your salt shaker down at the broken down tree yeah. no just that kind of thinking because we had so much freedom i mean in hindsight i know that there was always somebody with an eye on us but we didn't know it at the time you know yeah. so but just having that freedom and feeling like we had the trust of our elders that we could resolve whatever situation we got ourselves in. I think that was great. You know, it yeah. helped me to do some of the critical thinking that I do and some of my problem solving skills. Yeah, that's true. We, we did that's have quite true. a bit of freedom. I think I think they instilled that in us uh, between Nana and Gramps and Mom that uh, we need to think about things that we're doing, consequences of what we're doing. I think you're right. Yeah. I think well, they, I think it's also, I mean, it's, it's part of growing up, right? All of this, the developmental stage where you get to that point where you're mature enough to start being, you know, retrospective, I think, right? I don't know if Tyrone or our circumstances or the people in it have that much to do with it or if it's just something that we all get to in our in our growing is this realization that there are consequences to our actions you know i i can't imagine that any of these stories really taught me that except you're right deb the salt took it just now took me back to uncle ben's pointing out that I think differently. Referring to that when I tell stories of my childhood is just this incredible freedom that I had separate from you guys. But in, in this particular context, I remember feeling really important when you guys took me with you and completely devastated when you did. So how that, it was so attached to my sense of self and how I viewed my own importance. Like, I don't know. So, yeah, that's sort of what jumps out at me. Yeah, it seems, it seems the other um, On the other hand, remember when dad used to come and pick us up for the weekends and you did not want to go. No. So uh, Deb and I would go and you'd stay home. I thought you would feel more special then mm -hmm. getting attention. Mm -hmm. so, uh, it was just, you know, just yourself and at home in Tyrone mm -hmm. while Deb and I were visiting with dad. Mm -hmm. 